To say that we've never been here before doesn't really do this whole thing justice, does it? Coronavirus, COVID-19, quarantine, social distancing. It's all uncharted territory, folks. And it's got many companies around the world going remote, including Casted. In fact, I'm recording this from day one in our official mandated work from home time, where our entire company is now remote. And while there are many, many, many important things to be thinking about right now, you're listening to a podcast about branded podcasts, which leads me to believe that your mind is on marketing, at least for the moment. So let's do it. Let's talk about that, at least for the next half hour or so. I'm Lindsay Chepkema, CEO and co-founder of Casted, the first and only marketing platform built for branded podcasts. And this is our podcast. If you're like a lot of marketers, you're likely, one, working from home right now, and two, seeking ways to stay connected with your audience and customers and prospects, of course, but think about how you're connecting with your team. Today, I had the pleasure of speaking with Tim Hickel, head of demand generation at Woven. And as you'll hear, he's also the guy behind the scenes of their podcast, Scaling Software Teams. But Tim also runs another show for Woven, but you won't find it on Apple, Spotify, Google, or any other player. That's because I'm talking about Woven's internal podcast, meaning it's private, shared only with the team's members. You see, Woven is a fully distributed team. They have no office. They all work remotely, always have. So they have been working to close the gaps between each member of their team all along just like so many of us are working to think about right now. Listen in as Tim talks about how they are using podcasts to be intentional about creating structure for those special moments that build relationships and establish deep care and trust amongst a team. Not to mention sharing internal knowledge in a way that is engaging and simply more fun for everyone. Hi, I'm Tim Hickel, and I am the head of demand generation at Woven, and I am the showrunner for the Scaling Software Teams podcast. Awesome. And I'm so happy to have you here, Tim, because we are actually going to look at a whole new side of podcasts today. So before I spill the beans, tell me kind of the two different ways that you are using podcasts at Woven. The Scaling Software Teams podcast is the second podcast that I've produced for a B2B company. Uh, it was something that I came in wanting to do. Uh, but the, the thing that's different about Woven compared to other places I've been in the past is Woven is a 100% remote workforce. So uh, we are all distributed. We've got employees in Chicago. And we've had employees in, in Ohio. Uh, a lot of us are based here in Indianapolis, but we've got somebody up in uh, South Bend area. Uh, we even have uh, full-time employees that work out of India and Africa. So managing a remote global distributed workforce, even for a company as small as ours, where, you know, 12 full-time employees somewhere in that ballpark, managing a global remote workforce like that is really difficult to keep everybody on the same page. Uh, you've got Slack, you've got email, uh, but a lot of times the most powerful moments that we have are audio. 
and over video. And uh, it's a lot easier to convey some of those ideas if you can actually hear them as opposed to reading them in Slack. So one of the things that we did a couple months after we launched our external podcast is we actually launched an internal podcast that is private, password protected, that everyone on our team has the login info for. And we use that podcast to share everything from uh, sales calls, like we'll upload sales calls that go really well, we'll upload customer calls that go well, or sometimes even that go poorly. But we'll also do kind of lo-fi audio recordings of a conversation between you and a coworker about something important. And we can upload that. So um, that's something that we've used as a, as a team to help all of us stay on the same page and help communicate things more, more globally throughout a completely distributed organization. That's great. And right now, so I should mention that we are recording this it's March 16th. Today is the first day that Casted is 100% remote. I mean, we're, you know, we are very, very lucky that we are a um, SaaS company. Working remotely is nothing new to us, but heading into this thing that we're all experiencing globally, this whole coronavirus situation, um, we are officially, as, a, as an entire company, remote today and, and kind of for an indefinite amount of time. And so, looking at these unique ways to communicate and to stay really, really connected. Uh, as a team with with each other and then also with our audiences, podcasting, obviously I and we are biased, but it's a really interesting way to say, okay, look, we have this medium, we have this channel, what other ways can we use it to to kind of bridge that gap? And so I'm really interested to hear how you've been doing it all along. I'll be honest, there are some times that we are better about this than others. So there have been times when we've been good about the external podcast and getting that updated and uh, or the internal podcast. It usually tends to be one of the things that falls off our radar. Uh, so it's hard for us. But I think that being, you know, the more people are going full-time remote, uh, the more important things like this become. So one of the things I found that uh, make it really easy is we don't try to make it too fancy. Like when we do our internal podcast, we will, I will oftentimes upload entire sales calls, just the audio of an entire sales call, uh, or I'll upload the audio of a conversation from a Zoom call. Uh, and I can upload the entire audio piece. I don't go in and do any editing. I don't do any, go in and do any cutting or clipping. I will go through and identify the timestamps for highlights so that people know, I, hey, uh, I had this great conversation with Lindsay. We talked about this at this timestamp, this at this timestamp, and this at this timestamp. Just wanted to make sure you guys were able to hear it. But one of the things that I think has been effective for us is not trying to get too fancy with it. The times when we've been really bad about keeping it up to date have been the times when we're going through and saying, oh, I should edit this call down. No one needs to listen to the whole hour. I should edit this down just to the five minutes that people really want to hear. Um, because then that adds another to-do on the plate and that pushes back something getting distributed. And so, I mean, we make it raw, we make it uncut, uh, we make it unfiltered, and we try to use timestamps to make sure that people are calling out the highest points. Right. And that's, that's a good option to use, like, uh, for myself, for one of the use cases that we have, actually in communicating with our board, is that we use the key takeaways within Casted. So it's very meta. We use Casted <laughs> to speak to our board of directors. But yeah, so I, I, I do a podcast, and then I actually break it up into the key takeaways and do a private page so that my 
you know, at that point, an internal audience can go through and catch each clip or the way that you're referring to it is like each timestamp and understand like what's happening when so that they can skip to the part of the episode um, that's most relevant to them. And then you can also attach the relevant resources, the related resources right there on the page too. So it's, it's, you know, podcasts, they're not just for external audiences anymore, right? <laughs> right. Well, we also, so we have an internal, we have a Slack channel for our internal podcast where people can upload whatever audio files they want and we'll upload them to the, to the internal podcast. Um, so that's nice too, because I'm able to crowdsource the work. I'm just, I'm there as a conduit to make sure it gets posted on the, on the channel, but people are able to upload things. And then also it lives in two spots, right? That's the other, that's the other nice benefit is even if there's a delay on me getting something uploaded into the internal podcast feed, there's a shared Slack channel where everyone's seeing that audio. And it's also been great for onboarding new team members. So we've added three new employees in the last three months. Two of them started in January and adding new team members in, in a fully remote environment can be really challenging. One of the things I was able to do those, I was able to give them the login info and say, hey, go listen to a bunch of these episodes. That's your task for the next day is just go through. You can listen to actual sales calls that people are doing. You can listen to actual discovery interviews that we've done, conversations that our CEO has had directly with customers, directly with investors, uh, directly with prospects. You can listen to those yourself. And uh, I can give you some highlights and takeaways, but you're hearing from the horse's mouth what is uh, the most important. And I, yeah, I think it's been, it's been really powerful for us when it comes to helping scale a fully remote team. What kind of topics are you covering and, and kind of what's the thesis, I guess, of, of your internal show? Like what, what all is the purpose? That's a wonderful question. There isn't one. And I think that if I was doing this right, there would be. I think like I think the the best world, let's say that my full-time job was was managing podcasts and that like I could make the internal podcast a really heavy focus. The best world is one in which you've got thematic episodes. You're able to uh, make sure that you're releasing episodes about things that align with your cultural values, uh, that you're releasing episodes that align with value props of your organization. For us, it is literally just an audio distribution vehicle. It is just we are, as a team, constantly having conversations that shouldn't exist just between two people. They should exist between the entire company. We should have uh, transparency. And uh, as a result, this is one of the easiest ways for us to do that. If my CEO and I have a conversation about our go-to-market strategy and we want the rest of the company to hear it because we want them to understand how we came to a decision, that information should be available to everyone. That accomplishes two things. Number one, it helps everyone on the team understand what direction we're rowing in and why. But then it also holds me and my, our CEO, my CEO accountable because we know whatever we say to each other is going to be public in front of the rest of the company. So, you know, it, it forces us to come correct. It's a good forcing function for us. I think step one is using it as a vehicle for getting everyone on the same page. And then step two is how do you take it to that next level and make sure that it aligns with your company's values? That's great. I think especially for a fully remote team like yours, I mean, teams that have 
the luxury of being in the same place at the same time, have conversations about nothing or share, share conversations or share information that is important for people to know. Or like you're in the middle of a conversation with each other and you say, Hey guys, come in, you know, everybody come into this room. We should, we should probably include you in this conversation where you can't really do that in a fully remote team. So I think that that's important, but it also goes back, you know, marketer to marketer to knowing your audience and to say, who's it for? What's the goal? Right. And yours is who's it for? It's your, it's for your team and you're fully remote and, and you really understand that persona, if you will, really well. And what's the goal is to just feel, have everyone feel connected is what it sounds like, right? Whereas other teams, it might be different. It might be a little bit more official or, you know, product related or, you know, official um, internal comms related or a little bit more buttoned up. But um, I think that for you, that sounds really healthy and really pretty strategic. Well, and one of the things that I I wish we we have not done this, uh, but it's one of the things I wish we uh, had would have done with our internal podcast to date is make it more about people than about product. Because I think that to date it's been mostly educational. Um, it's really heavily focused on here is some information that you need in order to, if you're selling our product, here's some information you need. Here's a conversation you should be privy to. Here's something that will help you level up within the organization to help us grow. But I actually just wrote an article over the weekend because I've been working remote for a year and a half as an extrovert. And it's a uh, lack of people time can be a very big challenge for a lot of people when it comes to working remote. One of the things I talked a lot about in that article that I think could have done with our internal podcast, but didn't do, and I wish we did, was finding time to make more time for just getting to know your coworkers as people, not as business partners. The thing I talk about a lot in that article is like when you're in an office face-to-face, you have all these little micro interactions that happen throughout the day. I come in, I wave, I say, hey, hey, Lindsay, how's it going? And then I walk past you. We don't get that when we're remote. You close a big deal. You come over to my desk. You high five me. You know, those little micro transactions that help build trust, that help build camaraderie, those don't exist in a remote environment. In a fully remote environment, every single one of your interactions is going to be more or less about work. And that starts to make your relationship feel very transactional. That erodes trust and it makes it really hard for people to work together as a cohesive unit. Because I don't, think about you as a three-dimensional person. I think about you as the person who needs this thing from me. Whereas like, this is something that I think we could have done with our podcast. And I think it would have been a better choice if we had made this decision a year ago. But I wish we would have had episodes that were literally just two people shooting the, uh, shooting the shit and two people having a good conversation about nothing in particular. Like uh, one of my employees is a video game streamer. And I've gotten to know him very well because I follow his uh, his streams on Twitch and Mixer. And I'll just tune into them, you know, once every couple weeks. I don't watch him every night, but, you know, once every couple weeks I'll tune in. And that's helped me get to know him a lot more as a person. I wish I was doing that with every single one of my employees, but I'm not going to ask all of my employees to to stream on Twitch. What I can ask them to do is, hey, can we have an informal conversation that's just for fun? And then we'll post that on the internal podcast. And other people can get to know you the way I'm getting to know you. I wish I was doing that. I'm not doing that. I think we should change that. Let's talk about lessons learned and recommendations. So 
a lot of people are, you know, social distancing is like the word of the week as it should be right now. And a lot of, all of us are wondering, what does that mean for this area of my life? What does that mean for this area of my life? But I'd love to hear your thoughts as this is really top of mind for a lot of people. What do you recommend? Where should people get started? What should they consider? What should they avoid? So something I don't think I really understood until I had worked remote for a full year was that when you're co-located in an office, there are all these moments that seem serendipitous, right? You're at the coffee pot, you're waiting for the coffee to brew, and you're talking to somebody from a different team, and all of a sudden, inspiration strikes, and you have this great idea about your next marketing campaign. Um, That seems completely serendipitous, complete happenstance, and there's no way to recreate that when you're remote. That's the way I thought for a while because it's, you know, it's magic. It's serendipity. It's complete happenstance. What I didn't realize is there are a lot of structural components that make that serendipity possible. You and your coworkers have to share a parking lot. You and your coworkers have to sit next to each other. You and your coworkers have to share a coffee pot. All these structural things are in place that make those serendipitous uh, events possible. And what happens when you go to work remote is you remove all of those structural components and it's your responsibility to replace them with other structural components. Now, this seems counterintuitive to people because how can I structure serendipity? Structure makes serendipity possible. It's serendipity doesn't happen without structure. So it's important that we rebuild those structural frameworks. And that's going to mean a different thing for everyone. One of the ideas I love that, again, you know, we haven't done is having those casual conversations with people and sharing them out because, you know, like, so let's paint a picture for a minute of, let's say me and my colleague, Michael, me and Michael decide we're going to have a quick 20 minute informal conversation. We're just going to talk about what we did over the weekend and it's going to be a completely casual conversation where we don't talk about work at all. We share that out via an internal podcast feed. Other people listen to it. Not only are people going to feel closer to Michael and closer to me because they've seen our personalities and we feel a little bit more three-dimensional, but just like those conversations could spark interest and inspiration for Michael and I, uh, it could spark interest and inspiration for other people on the team as well. So, I think that uh, when it comes to working remote, you have to think about what structural frameworks are you removing? And you have to think critically about like, you know, what these frameworks are important. How can I replace them thoughtfully uh, so that a lot of those micro expressions are happening more frequently instead of Lindsay, me giving you 30 high fives and head nods throughout the course of a week, we've got to do it over the course of a 30 minute call that we do once a week. Oh, that sounds like a bummer, right? It sounds like scheduled fun, you know? <laughs> but but it's important and you've got to take it seriously. Otherwise, you lose all of those things that help build relationships, that help build trust, and help put you in a position where you can get inspiration from your coworkers. Right. I mean, you've, you've got to be intentional about building the structures that allow serendipity to happen. Yes, exactly. That makes sense. That makes sense. So... All right. What, if you had to boil it down, if someone was thinking about specifically um, podcasting 
in with what's happening right now uh, and possibly saying, hey, maybe maybe an internal podcast is something that could be beneficial to my team that's scattered, whether it's throughout the city or throughout the country or around the world. What are what are some recommendations that you have for them to get started? Start fast. So I would what I would do is I would literally create a Slack channel, start by recording a little introductory message on your phone, make it raw, make it uncut, and start by uploading as many voice memos and things as you can to that Slack channel. Uh, Use that to gauge general interest. I think that will help you get a sense of, is there an appetite for this? Um, So you don't need to set anything up. You don't need to set up a feed yet. You don't need to create album artwork. Like you don't, (laughs) you don't need to overthink this. Like seriously, start as simple as possible. Create a Slack channel. If you don't use Slack, you could use something else. I'm sure uh, where you can upload uh, audio files immediately. Tell people, Hey, this is what we're going to do. We're going to use this. You can even position it as temporary. Say, we're going to do this to stay in touch while we are going through this quarantine phase. And maybe it's something that sticks around, maybe it isn't, but we're going to use it for the time being just to help us connect. Start there, upload as much as you can, reach out to other people on the team to try to get some co-conspirators that are excited (laughs) about it. Uh, Because it's a lot easier once people see two or three people that are uploading audio files, then people are more excited about it. Um, The best people I think to go to are salespeople. Salespeople love, like when a salesperson gets a good sales call, they want to share it and they want to brag. And that's really great information to share. I mean, when there's when there's something successful or or even a failure, like a, you know, a closed loss is a really great learning experience too. Oh yeah, and so you get you get salespeople on board. They're going to go through and say, oh, I, I want to share these learnings. Uh, you're going to get great calls from them. You'll get bad calls from them too. And so start there. Start getting those things uploaded. Once you have a decent appetite, I would go get a feed ready for this. And you could either like. If you are not sharing anything proprietary, I don't think you need to make it private. For for us anyway, you know, we made ours password protected just because we're sharing private conversations we're having with clients that wouldn't be appropriate for us to share uh, publicly. But if you are only doing like voice memos that you're recording or Zoom calls that you're recording with members of your team where you're having casual conversations, there's no reason that needs to be private. And that just creates another barrier to entry. Okay, so what else have you learned from having an internal podcast that you think is important to share, not only in general, but especially now? The most important lesson that I've learned about having an internal podcast is you have to prioritize it. I think that, you know, this feels very present and top of mind right now, but it's almost always going to be the first thing that falls off your plate. Uh, because it's not going to generate new business today. It's not going to generate leads today. It's really hard to make that a top priority when there are hard times potentially ahead and you've got to go out and you've got to hustle and it's your responsibility to grow this business. It's really hard to prioritize uh, getting internal podcast episodes up, but that's why I think the low fidelity option is so essential uh, for marketers. And I think it's it's hard to do, right? Because we're people who love our craft. We're people who uh, really want to put a good product out and want to do something that we're proud of. And the idea of like a raw, uncut voice memo uh, where we stumbled over our words a few times <laughs> and 
we don't have any intro and outro and there's no thematic constant uh, between these episodes. And, but if, if this is done well, this should feel vulnerable. This should feel you're bleeding on audio for people. You know, you don't get authenticity without vulnerability. You don't, you don't. And uh, this, you know, goes back to like, it's really hard. I'm an extrovert. I get my energy from other people. It's really hard to work remote when you get your energy from other people because you lose a lot of that human connection, right? When I'm sitting right next to you, Lindsay, I can see on your face. It's like, yeah, I can see on your face uh, just those little micro expressions of things you're excited about, things you're disappointed in. I can lean into those things. We can have a great conversation. I can walk past your desk and see you're having a rough day and say, hey, Lindsay, you want to grab a beer after, after work? I know it's kind of tough today. You know, like it's, it's a lot easier to have those moments when you're in person, when you're remote you miss so much of that. Even if you're on Zoom calls on a regular basis, like you're going to miss a lot of those micro expressions. You're going to miss that body language. You're going to miss the chance, like walking past somebody's desk and seeing that they're really happy and wanting to know what they're really happy about or they're really sad and wanting to go grab lunch to try to cheer them up. You're going to miss out on all that. And so again, you have to deliberately replace it. And the only way you can do that is by being really vulnerable like really aggressively vulnerable. And there have been days where I've gone through and I've uploaded audio of literally just me being like, guys, this was a really hard week. (laughs) This was a really hard week and here's how I'm feeling right now. Cause this, I had this thing happened and it sucked. Or me uploading audio, and this has mostly been to the Slack, not to the internal podcast, but uploading audio on the Slack where I'm just like, guys, this was a really great week and I'm really proud of everything we've done. Like I've been on the verge of tears on audio for this company several times, (laughs) both positive and negative. And uh, I think that like when you're a fully remote workforce, I mean, I'm a feeler. That's what I am. And I got to feel out loud if I'm going to, if I'm going to have that, have a ripple effect throughout the organization. Absolutely. And I think, again, it goes back to know your audience. Who's it for? And, and why are you doing it? And uh, this is a great example of that. So I, I really appreciate you sharing so openly and so vulnerably and authentically uh, your experiences with not only podcasting, but internal podcasts, Tim. Thank you so much for, for sharing. Absolutely. Thanks for having This was awesome. This was awesome. Stay healthy. I will. Wash your hands. Use plenty of hand sanitizer. That's it for today's show. Thank you so much to today's guest. And to learn more about them and see Casted in action with clips of today's show and related content, visit casted.us. Thanks so much for listening.